0: What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Chase Shelton Show. I'm your host, Chase Shelton. Uh, We got a good podcast in for y'all today. It's going to be a little different. Most of the time I talk about breaking news or just really typical NFL stuff that's going on. Um, Of course, this is day 683 without freaking sports, and this is killing me. Now, there has been good news that uh, football, I know NFL, or I'm sorry, NBA is going to make their Decision on whether to return the season or not in a couple weeks, two to four weeks is what I was reading. Um, baseball, I know, is trying to get back up. NFL should be fine. Same with college sports. It, they're still trying to figure out, you know, all the little details, but we're slowly getting back to the norm, which is always exciting, especially if you're a sports fan like I am. But today I wanted to do a little something different. Of course, there hasn't really been any breaking news or anything you know, major going on that I could talk about for a while so I kind of wanted to do a little different I wanted to kind of do something with y'all and when I mean y'all I really mean people and discuss the game Uh, and kind of just talk about whatever y'all are interested in so I went up and I posted about an hour ago to drop some hot takes so anything that's debatable or controversial all those things and I would discuss them Uh, Of course, I I only posted an hour ago, so I didn't get as many responses. But I still got some. I think I could definitely get a good little podcast in with them. Um, But I'll start with the first comment. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Generic Eric. Generic name right there. He put that. Let's see. Let me go up there real quick. He said, uh, Shake Milton (coughs) is greater than Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh. Well, buddy, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to agree with that one. Uh, Only because Giannis is an MVP and Shake Milton is not an MVP. Uh, That's pretty much the end of that debate. I don't really think people can debate that. I mean, I think there's more of a joke, to be honest, but... If I had to say, Shake Milton or Giannis, I'm taking Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, K. Patel and Sid B. Twenty Three asked the same question, pretty much with Jason Tatum and Pascal Siakam. Uh, you said, well, K. Patel said Tatum over Pascal. Uh, well, I can agree with that. I th- or I don't know. Jason Tatum and Pascal Siakam are both very good players in the East. Uh, I think they're both going to be future stars in this league, to be honest. Uh, and of course, Pascal Siakam, we all know him from pretty much last years, where he made his name into a household name. Of course, where his first two seasons he was, you know, barely putting up any numbers, and then last year kind of broke out with a 17 and seven season. And then this year, of course, uh, all-star year at 23 or almost 24 points and seven rebounds. Uh, of course he helped the Raptors and Kawhi Leonard win the finals last year. So everybody knows, I think about Pascal Siakam now. And of course, everybody knows about Jason Tatum. He's the young star up in Boston. um, who I feel like has had a better career so far I know he hasn't had a ring but statistic wise I would have to go for him more I would say so you're saying that you think Tatum is better than Pascal Siakam I agree with you K. Patel Sid B23 said the opposite he said Pascal over Tatum which you can make a debate for uh if I had to go off of, like, the rings, like I said, I think he's had a better career, but I would have to take Tatum over Siakam only because he, I feel like, has been more consistent. Now, arguably, next year it could switch. I, if Pascal Siakam plays like he's been doing these past couple seasons, then, yeah, I think you could take Pascal Siakam over Jason Tatum uh, any day. So... It's a possibility, but no, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. Uh, Tortoise Racing said the Colts will eliminate the Ravens from the playoffs. Well, that's if the Colts even make the playoffs. Um, It's a possibility. I mean, nothing's impossible in the NFL. I mean, we've seen some pretty crazy upsets and some uh, shockers, I should say. Uh, But I'm going to be honest with you, it is a very hot take, I would love to kind of discuss this more with you, in fact I'll probably comment, in fact you know what, I'm going to comment right now on that and see what you have to say, maybe you'll comment within this podcast, if not we will still discuss it, but uh, I'm not going to really agree with that one. Um, I actually would debate that, and so would a lot of people. The Ravens, I believe, are the second best team, possibly the best team in the NFL. They have the MVP Lamar. They have an amazing defense. They have Mark Ingram. They just got J.K. Dobbins, who I think is going to be super underrated uh, in this league. I feel like him and Ingram are going to kind of pull off another Kamara and Ingram, what they did in New Orleans. And... That offense is already a scary threat. You put defense. The Colts, yes, they got Philip Rivers and they got DeVore's Buckner. Uh, and they are in the AFC South, which is right now probably going to be either them or the Titans division. But I'm not seeing them eliminate the Ravens, especially if they're in Baltimore. It's just not. I just, sorry. I'm not seeing it. But again, I would love to debate this with you. Um,. T.S. Tapes said, who does he have? Oh, he's got uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander over DeMar DeRozan. Um, Well, I cannot. Mm. That's tough. Here's my thing. DeMar DeRozan has been in the league, of course, much longer than... Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's only been, this is his second year, I think. Um, I would have to say DeRozan's obviously had a better career. We all know that. He's been in it longer. Um, but Shea Gilgis, out, and I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name, Shy Shea Gilgis Alexander. Uh, of course, he was sucked by the Clippers and in that trade with Paul George. Now he's in Oklahoma City, where I think, honestly, he is about to shine. I mean, this year he's averaging pretty much 20.6 boards and three assists, which is fine. And, you know, he's not going to get as many when they've got, you know, Dennis Schroeder and they got Chris Paul as their point guard, really. But he's – last year he didn't have the best year. He had averaged pretty much 11 points, three boards. And, of course, this year he's doing better. Um, If I had to go off of just off the first two years, I could – side with that considering DeRozan his first, well I don't know Uh, you know DeRozan he has always been just a scorer really, he's never been I mean same with Gilgis Alexander, I think he's just going to be the same way, he's going to be pretty much a a point scorer you know, but in the first two years uh, DeRozan, his first year did 8 and 3, 8 points 3 rebounds, in his second year is when he kind of shined a little more, did 17 points 4 rebounds and of course he's worked his way up pretty much to where he had his best year about four years ago with 2016 where he averaged 27 and 5 so if I had to go off just the first two years I would say of course probably Gilgis Alexander would be better (coughs) but uh, I'm not going to say he's better overall considering DeRozan's been in the league longer Um, I do like Shea Gildas-Alexander, though, I've, had, I've watched him play. I also like DeRozan. I like both their game step plans. I think they're kind of the same player. Um, I think they're both going to be – well, DeRozan's already proved it, but I think Gildas-Alexander will be a pretty good, I'm going to say, shooting guard. He'll be a good guard, and I think he'll be an all-star. And We'll see. He could be another trading piece. He could stay in Oklahoma and help them – build and win a title, we don't know, but uh I'm not gonna really agree with you saying he's better than DeRozan, but if I had to go off this year or the past his their first two years combining, yes. I would say if you compare DeRozan's first two years and Gil just uh, then yes, SGA wins. Overall, DeRozan wins. Uh B P said Polo G's album was better than Futures. Well, I'll be honest with you, I have not listened to either of their albums. They're I know they just dropped him um, I'm not really a big future fan to be honest I think he's just a better producer But So I'm gonna take your word with it I will say it's better Actually I think I listen to one song On Polo G's new album It's it, it's ringing a bell But I'll agree with you on that I Only because I'm not the biggest future fan So if there's any future fans out there I apologize But yeah Um That's pretty much all the questions or the hot takes, I should say, you asked. I'm going to do another just weird thing at the moment I thought of. I'm actually scrolling through Discuss the Game right now. And I will pretty much just kind of see what are the hot topics right now. Like, what are the top things people are posting or discussing? Uh, So, right now, it looks like the... One of the big debates I actually got notified earlier was from the user S. Pretty original right there. Um, he talked about his views on the Carson Wentz and Dat Prescott debate. Now, I can already tell you, just because I see his picture, he's a Philadelphia fan. And his bio says he is a Philadelphia fan. Um, so, I already know where he's probably going to go with this. And it's exactly what I thought. He is going to say Wentz is better. Um, here's my thing Wentz I feel like they're both very talented quarterbacks it's hard because I'm a Cowboys fan I don't want to be biased I want to be real and there are a lot of things I can be real about with the Cowboys but Dak I don't know it Wentz is a good quarterback if you want to go off statistic wise you know, you could put, you could say Dak deserves it only because he's played and he's never been hurt. If I had to pick a quarterback who I think, if I had to pick out of them two, knowing that injuries that Wentz would have, of course, most people would take Dak. Um, Dak hasn't had the best coaching. Uh, he's got a top three running back in the league, where Wentz has none. Now, Wentz has done a lot with the talent he has. He's got no elite receivers. He's Zach Ertz, but that's pretty much it. His offensive line's pretty good. So is Dak Prescott. So so we can't really throw that into discussion. Of course, you're going to do your little statistics, you know, who's first the top 10 defenses, and Dak's not that great against the winning team. And it's not just Dak, it's the Cowboys. Um, Dak does have actually a playoff win. Wentz doesn't. Now Wentz was hurt whenever they did that historical playoff run and won the Super Bowl that was with Nick Foles so we don't know really what would have happened if Wentz was in Um, so it's really tough to try to kind of debate on it like I said I think Wentz is a little more talented than Dirt uh, Dirt, than Dak Um, injuries are a huge reason why people could take Dak over Wentz and that's what everybody's saying in the comments but if Wentz was not hurt, then yeah, I would have to say Dak or Wentz is better. But if I had to go off just everything that's happened, you have to say Dak. It'd be just the same vice versa. I mean, if Dak got hurt but was putting up the numbers Wentz was doing but Wentz had that playoff win, would people say the same thing? Do people just hate Dak because he's on one of the most hated teams at the Cowboys? It's controversial, but – uh pretty much that's one of the top things and actually it's been like a huge topic actually for the past like two years everyone's debating on that uh right now and then there's another uh, bleacher report i've seen these all over is doing like fantasy trades and people are kind of posting them and like getting you know comments on it bleacher report is not the best uh source if anyone uses them as a legitimate source i would not um i don't really like them as much sometimes they have okay things on there to read about but i'm not a huge fan of it so a lot of the stuff they post i think is more just for views and like you know they know people click on it and just want to talk about it so yeah same with bleach reports um mock draft in the nba they actually did just the first five picks. Uh, we, of course, don't know who's getting any, like, what the draft order is. They haven't pulled the ball, ping pong balls yet, but Bleach Report has the Hawks actually going first, where they would select Anthony Edwards from Georgia. Makes sense. He's the Georgia kid. They do need another shooting guard out there. You've got Trey Young. You have John Collins. You have Quint Capella. I think Anthony Edwards is the smart choice here, to be honest. He's the best scorer. He's one of the Better scores than right now. Call it coming in the draft. I think it's a good pick. They also have next the Minnesota Timberwolves pick Lamelo Lamelo Ball from well overseas. I don't even know the Hawks. LaWarna Hawks. LaWara Ilwara Hawks. I cannot talk today. Uh, honestly, it's probably the best choice as well, only because I think they also kind of look at it as ticket sales. LaMelo Ball has been in the spotlight for quite some time now, since pretty much when his dad started the, you know, Triple B company, and they had their own little TV show on Facebook, and uh, that whole family is just a big, big celebrity family, and so everyone knows who Lonzo is, everybody knows about Jello's, you know, past where he got arrested, and Uh, LaMelo has always been probably considered one of the better brothers. He's just the younger one, but now he is looking like he's going to be a top three pick like his brother was. Um, I would probably agree with this. They do have, uh, who is it, D'Angelo Russell, but I feel like him and LaMelo think it would be a good pick. Then they got the uh, Golden State Warriors, the third pick. They go get Obi Topin. From Dayton. Dude had a breakout year. I actually watched a lot of his tape. He was good. Some people say James Wiseman. Problem is he didn't really play much. He saw more of Obi. It's a smart choice. They do need a big man. Which means fourth would be the Washington Wizards. So they, of course, would take a big man. The best player on still the board, James Wiseman. Again, that's just kind of obvious. And then fifth is the Knicks, is who they're saying. And they would take Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State. I've seen a lot of stuff about this guy. I've watched some tape. He is good. The Knicks need some something because they cannot they can't they can't figure something out. They can't get any players. They have terrible draft history. They do have RJ Baird, who has actually been decent, but uh besides that, you know, they need help. So uh and then I'll do one more uh to close out this podcast. Uh I don't mean, know, It's really tough because a lot of people put the same thing. Uh, of course, everyone's talking about the last dance. I actually am behind on it, so I don't want to talk too much because I'll probably just be saying stuff that y'all have already had time to think about or already heard for at least a week because I know I'm a week behind. Uh, well, you know what, Logman, he did put something that made me happy. He said, why the Dallas Mavericks are going to dominate the Western Conference in the 2020s which means, like, the new decade. I agree with him. Uh, of course, Dallas kid, I'm a huge Mavericks fan as well. Uh, I actually commented and said I think they'll win two rings, and I mean that. Yeah, I, I truly mean that. The only team out there, right, they won't win it this year. They probably won't win it next year. Uh, you still have the Clippers. You still have the Lakers are going to dominate. As long, as long as LeBron James is in the West, he's with Anthony Davis, I should say, he will dominate. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and them boys out in L.A. with the Clippers, they're also going to be a dominant team. But he made a very good point. You know, We have a future star. Well, he's already a star. He's future MVP, in my opinion, with Luka. This dude's – there's no re- – I shouldn't even have to explain. Y'all know who Luka Doncic is. You know what he can do. Uh, we also have the – uh, Latavian Unicorn, the seven foot four beast, Chris Daps Porzingis. I remember when we traded for him last year, and I was kind of upset, but then I looked at it more, and I realized this is going to be a good trade. Only if he was to resign, which he did. And he hasn't been, of course, the best he's played because injuries do take a huge hit. That ACL tear really can mess somebody up. But still averaging pretty much 20-10. and 10 boards, 20 points, 10 boards, 19 and 10 boards, i say. I'll take it, and he's only going to get better in my opinion. In fact, right before the hiatus, he was starting to heat up a little bit. He also did mention that we have young role players, which is very true. We have Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, uh, another 7-footer who's can move really well. He's got great l- hops, he, good block. Uh, he's actually having a decent year. He's averaging about 9 and 5. Uh, and shooting pretty well. And then, of course, we have our other guard, Jalen Brunson, boy from Villanova. Uh, actually, he w- was the player of the year in 2018. of uh, Villanova, he's a two-time champ, but he's actually done very well. I've watched a lot of the games, of course, and I've seen him, and I think he's going to be... A huge help in our our team when the Mavericks won the finals in 2011 I remember how that team was we didn't have too many superstars (laughs) we had Dirk that was pretty much it we had a bunch of Jason Kidd was there but he was not at his best anymore he was towards the end of his career Jason Terry was a great six man uh we had Sean Marion who is a very good defender, but we didn't have a lot of these superstars. You look at like the Warriors, they have Steph, Clay, Draymond, Kevin Durant, I mean all these superstars. And yes, that can win you championships, but so could just a bunch of teamworking, you know, players that all come together, and that's what I'm seeing in this Mavericks team. I see a lot of young guys that are gonna do that. And of course he did mention the coaching and management, I believe. Mark Cuban's one of the best owners out there. Probably biased, but I just like his style. Uh, I have never seen really a you know owner of a team do what he does and get out on the floor sometimes and just how interactive he is with the team. It's insane, and I love it. And of course, Rick Carlisle is one of the best coaches, who's super underrated. I have to admit. Uh, but we have a great front office. We have a great roster. I think this team will be good and like i said right now maybe not maybe in a couple years i think so we need lebron to get out of the west for sure or at least anthony davis and him to split up but uh, there's also other teams not to you know forget you know you will have the thunder who i think are going to be great the pelicans you know him and zion and them boys are starting to look like they could be something uh you know dominant in the west so i'll agree with that uh i think the mavericks will be a threat in the west and before i go tortoise racing you did reply and i appreciate it because i asked why did you say that if you remember he said that the colts would eliminate the ravens in the playoffs well uh he replied he said that the seeding makes sense with the ravens in second and the colts in second try or he said the Colts in second to last for them to play, and the Colts are trying to build on running and defense this year, which happens to be what the Ravens lost to last year. I uh, I can see where you're coming from. Again, I just think, well, they didn't really lose much running. Mm-hmm. They still have Mark Ingram, and then they just got J.K. Dobbins. They still have Lamar Jackson, who's the best running, dual-threat quarterback we have in the league right now, so um actually, the Colts are going to be good, I think, I think they could win their division, but they probably will not beat the Ravens, so I'm not going to really de- uh, debate too much, probably won't even comment, but uh yeah, and that's probably the end of this podcast, it's really, really kind of bad, I didn't plan anything, I just kind of spit it out there and just read off what's my phone which is the app and just kind of was winging most of this um of course thank you for listening like always um i'm trying to figure out if i how to get a good podcast right now it's super hard because there's no sports and i don't want to talk about the same thing y'all are talking about it's just not fun um of course i'd like to get more people involved so if you are listening you want to get involved hit me up um I'll make another post maybe soon to see if more people join I'd like to honestly I would actually like to interview some people um I think that'd be fun so I'll probably actually make a post about that see who wants to do an interview we'll do something fun and yeah in the meantime though uh stay safe stay clean have a great weekend hopefully some exciting stuff happens I'll try to hit you up next week with a banging podcast uh but in the meantime uh just again do what you're supposed to do with this quarantine we want to get over it quickly and i'll talk to y'all soon all right peace